You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. We're talking today about how to make exercise a habit. Almost every single woman I have worked with struggles to exercise regularly. But before we hop into this, I want to clarify something here. There is a difference between physical activity, exercise, and workouts. So let's talk a little bit about what those are, and then we can get into how to actually make exercise a habit. So what is physical activity? Honestly, if you have heard people refer to movement, like got my daily movement in, that's physical activity. It is literally any bodily movement made by your skeletal muscles. So that's like not your heart, (laughs) skeletal muscles that requires energy expenditure. But to be honest, breathing requires energy expenditure. So this is literally any movement. Like I'm sitting in my chair right now. If I start swinging my legs, if I'm gesturing, I'm moving my mouth right now. This is physical activity technically. So it does not necessarily mean that it is pushing you in any way. You're literally just moving your body. That is physical activity. Then we move beyond that to exercise. Now exercise is a little like a, you could consider it a step above physical activity. It is any kind of activity requiring physical effort carried out to either one sustain or to improve health and fitness. Now, not all physical activity is going to even sustain your level of fitness um, or your level of health. Um, Like if I just continue gesturing with my hands and swinging my legs and I only walk around the house, yes, I'm being physically active, but am I exercising? No, because it's not even going to sustain my current level of health and fitness. I need to do more. Beyond that, we go to workout. Now, workout indicates there is a bit more structure. It is a period of physical exercise that you do in order to improve your fitness ability or performance. So a workout isn't even sustaining. You are improving. So it's like level one, physical activity, level two, exercise, level three, workout. Now you have a clear idea. Now people don't always use these in the proper context. I see workouts, the word workout used in an improper context all the time, but now you know what it really means. And if a fitness professional is to use it, you know more clearly what they're talking about. So it's one thing to be physically active. It's another thing to exercise. So let's talk about 
what commonly holds people back to exercise? What is holding you back from it right now? So what I have commonly seen within the clients I've worked with, I mean, I have a little list right here in front of me. I'm going to read it out to you. Perceived lack of time, not a lack of time, a perceived lack of time. So this indicates yes, you might need to rearrange some things. And this kind of brings in my next one is not rearranging priorities. So exercise is not something you just cram into your life. If you want to make it a sustainable change, AKA a habit, a lifestyle change, you cannot cram something into your life. It needs to flow. It needs to be effortless. It needs to feel good. And if you are already overwhelmed and you're like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? It's not going to work. You need to figure out how to make it feel good. You need to figure out how you're going to make it work. So yes, you might need to see what am I spending time on that I could either postpone, do later, or it's not as important as this time to exercise is. Take that into consideration. And another reason I say perceived lack of time is because a lot of the time people come to me thinking that they need to work out for like an hour a day. And you totally can do that if you want to, but if that in itself is a hindrance, then that's not okay. You do not need to work out for that much time. It could be 20 minutes a day. It could be an hour every three days. It could be an hour and a half every three days, whatever works for you. That's what you need to do. So it's beneficial to not compare with what everyone else is doing and just think about what's going to work for you long-term, like as if you were to have your current schedule for the rest of your life, how would you start incorporating exercise into your routine? Think of it like that. And when your life situation changes, then you can readjust. So building on this, not rearranging priorities, you need to take into consideration what has been holding you back from being consistent with exercise, because I'm sure you've tried it before where you're like, okay, this is it. I'm going to stick to my plan. And then you stick to it for a short time and then you fall off or something comes up and you don't stick to it. So what are those things? I can't tell you what they are. Only, you know what they are. And maybe you don't even realize all of them right now. So what I encourage you to do, and I tell all my clients to do this is make an exception and non-exception list. And the exceptions are things where these are circumstances that could arise or you know will arise that are an exception to not doing your workout where you'd say, okay, if this thing happens, I'm not going to do my workout because I know that that's a priority for me. I know that's more important. And your exercise is not the most important thing in the world. Even though I'm a personal trainer, I'll still say that I know there are more important things. I, I think exercise is very important but there are more important things. So what are those things that could possibly happen and you know that will happen? And after you've written those out, write out why. Why are those exceptions? Why are they more important? Because what that's going to do is when that, thing's, that thing comes up, you're not going to feel guilty and say, oh, I didn't get my workout in. You know, have that all or nothing mindset, like you fell off track because you can refer back to that and say, no, I decided this was a priority and I, I thought ahead of time that I was going to put that first. Let's take that into consideration, the exceptions. Now with the non-exceptions, what are the things that could possibly, or that you know will come up that could potentially get in the way of your workout, but you will not let them? What are those things? Write them down. And write out why they do not take priority 
over your workout. Why is your workout more important? And that will give you the confidence and the strength and the motivation to say, no, my exercise time is a priority for me and I'm going to stick to it. And beyond that, with those things that you need to put aside, put your workout first, how are you going to do that? And that leads into the next one, adjusting your environment. So a really common thing that holds people back is not adjusting your environment. Your environment created you. It created you. So think about what things in your environment are supporting you and what things are not. So is this having notifications on your phone? Is this a certain friend that does not encourage you to be active or is just a little bit toxic? Or maybe your family is like, oh, just relax a little bit. You don't need to work out. It's fine. Or I'm not working out or you can work it off. Something like that. That doesn't make you feel good. Is it um, something on TV? It could literally be anything like that. So what are these things in your environment that you can kind of move around? You guys. I have to take a minute here because I have some major news. I have created the dream program for any beginner to intermediate lifter out there. I'm going to be your coach for up to a whole year inside my year-long membership, Strong with Estelle. You can sign up for month to month or you can enroll for the full year. Inside Strong with Estelle, you will have all your workouts mapped out with videos, written descriptions, and a place to track your progress. No matter your level, if you're working out at the gym or at home, you want to work out for two days or six days, this program has you covered. But it doesn't even stop there. I totally understand how hard it can be to stay motivated when you don't have a community of like-minded people to share your struggles with. When you're confused about things like how much more you should try to lift, or if you should work out when you're sore, how to fuel before and after workouts, or if your form is even right. I've got you covered. Strong with Estelle is not only a workout program. Strong with Estelle is a community of women who are in the same shoes you are in. Having a community normalizes your struggles and also helps you see how you can overcome them and become the unstoppable person you truly are. You're going to receive access to the 30 plus video lessons, which will be growing, in which I teach you everything you need to know as a beginner to intermediate lifter. You'll even get discounts and optional one-on-one sessions with me every single month if you feel like you want that little bit of personalized support here and there. Everything you ever wanted in a fitness community is finally here. I put the link in the show notes that you can get your name on the wait list and getting your name on this list means that you are in line for discounts and early access. You don't have to do anything except put your name on that list. More details will be coming soon. But I promise you, this is going to be the best program on the market for any woman wanting to learn and gain confidence with lifting, get stronger consistently, and be a part of a community of like-minded women, and also nerd out a little bit as I break down the exercise science stuff within the lessons. Get your name on the wait list. Um, um... It doesn't mean cut people off, but maybe just being open with them. Like, hey, that doesn't help me. I'm trying to make this change. Or, hey, would you mind doing this to help me out so that I am able to work out? Those things in your environment also getting support. Um, Within your environment, you also need a dedicated space to exercise. So if you're going to the gym, 
that's not really hard to do. But um, let's say your gym is in a really inconvenient spot and that alone is a hindrance for you. Well, you might want to think about working out at a different gym that's in a better location or maybe at your home, whatever feels right. Don't think about what you should do, like quote should, like, cause you feel like you should, but what's right for you right now, lay out a mat, have a space in your house, preferably not in your bedroom where you can continually go to exercise. Like, you know, like your mind starts to associate that place to working out. That's what you want. You want all of your equipment there. You want it easy to access. You want the space. You want a good temperature. You want workout clothes that are comfortable. You want good music. You want to feel good. You want to like your workout. You need to like it. So these are all considered part of your environment. So if you don't like your workout, change it do a workout that feels good. And you might think, oh no, I should, again, here's the should, I should be doing this other workout. But if you're not going to do it, then how's it helping you get consistent first, make it a habit first, and then start thinking about, okay, maybe this one would be more um, efficient for me or more beneficial. And then you don't have, you've already made it a habit. So it'll be easier to make that one happen. So that goes for adjusting your environment, getting support. Another common mistake I see is trying to do it on your own. Um, yeah, it's okay if you want to keep trying to do this. It's not impossible to figure this all out on your own. But I will say it's a little bit like trying to learn how to swim in the ocean or ride a bike all on your own or drive a stick shift. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but you might not be able to do it. And even if you can, how long is it going to take? How much energy and time are you going to spend trying to figure it out? If you haven't figured it out on your own yet, what evidence do you have that indicates you can? I don't want to say this to discourage you. I want to say it to be real with you because even myself, I've gotten help for things too. And I'm the personal trainer. So everyone needs a little bit of help and a little bit of coaching from time to time. So don't try to figure it all out on your own. Get a little bit of help. Another common mistake I see is, is having too high of expectations. So this could be expectations for yourself. So you expect yourself to be perfect all the time, like having that all or nothing mindset, or it could be having too high of expectations for the results that you have. So let's start off talking about the high expectations for yourself, that all or nothing mindset. So I've definitely been in this position before where I thought, okay, well, I fell off track. Um, I'm just going to start next Monday and then I'll be perfect from then on out. But that doesn't help because it just leads you to repeat that vicious cycle. And I'm sure you can relate to this because I think literally every person on the planet has done this and they understand it. So my advice to you is when you do quote fall off track, I want you to get back up and I want you to keep going, but don't just keep going and not think about what happened reflect on why it happened. And it was not your lack of motivation. It was not your lack of self-control. It was probably one of those other things that I mentioned. 
Look at your exceptions and non-exceptions list. Do you need to add something to that? Do you need to adjust your environment? Do you need to get support? Are you done trying it on your own? What's going on here? Are you expecting yourself to spend too much time on it? Reflect on why it happened. Make the adjustment and keep going. Now let's talk about the too high of expectations for your physical results. As you know, I encourage exercising not just for how it could possibly change your body, but because it's beneficial for you. But let's just say you're exercising because, yeah, you'd like to use a few pounds or you'd like to be a little bit more toned or you'd like some definition. There's nothing wrong with that. But you cannot expect these results to come overnight or in a week or in a few weeks. I don't even want to say within a month. But if you are consistent, little by little doing the things that you can continuously do, it will pay off over time. So doing something that you really can do long-term. And I think this is also a good time to bring up that following a workout program, not just doing random workouts on Pinterest or YouTube or the little swipe Instagram posts, group workouts. If you're looking for some sort of specific result, whether that's for performance or changing your body, even that a program is best period, period. It is going to be so much more time efficient, efficient for your energy, efficient for literally everything you want. It's the best, no question about it. So you can purchase programs online specifically for that. You can hire a trainer to design one for you based on your goals, lifestyle, um, you know, if you have injuries, that's really important that they can take that into consideration. Um, all that stuff. That's what a personal trainer can do. A program will be something general. I started out with a program. It's a really good place to start. But if you do need something a little bit more hands-on and specific, hiring a trainer to design a program for you is your best bet. So let's recap the things that you can do. Readjust your priorities, create that exceptions and non-exceptions list. Remember that you do have time. You might need to make a little bit of time, uh, cut out some other things or readjust how much time you think you need to be spending on exercise. You can adjust your environment, having a dedicated space for working out. You can get support. Don't keep trying to do it on your own. Uh, adjust your expectations for yourself and for the results that you hope to achieve in a certain period of time. I also have a group program that we work on specifically developing habits, habits in all areas of our life. It's called habit transformation. This is my signature group program. We work on developing habits and exercise, how you eat your morning and nighttime routine, stress management. And before we even do that, before we even work on implementing the change, we work on laying the foundation for that change. Like what other program offers you that. And this is a flaw, like a big flaw I see in a lot of programs is they promise a certain result, but then they don't lay the foundation. This is like building a castle on sand. It looks really, really pretty and attractive. And wow, that castle went up fast, but what happens goes crashing down. You need to lay that foundation first. And yes, it takes more time, but guess what? It's not going to come crashing down. So I'm going to drop the link for that in the show notes so you can check it out. At this time that I'm recording, I don't actually have a new start date for it. I am currently 
taking my fifth group of ladies through it, but check out the link. Um, I'll probably post um, a wait list in there. If you are interested in it, you can hop on the wait list. Aside from that, I just want to let you know please keep in mind that I am not your personal trainer unless you have hired me to work with you. The advice I give you on here is for educational purposes only. I hope that you will take this information, look into it more deeply and apply it on your own terms. The information I share is a result of my own studies, research, personal opinions, and possibly the opinions of others. What I share is not medical advice, please work with a practitioner or if you'd like more personalized advice on exercise, lifestyle, and or behavior change, please check out my services page on my website, send me an email or a DM on Instagram to see how we could potentially start working together. Uh, And that is all. So I will catch you guys later. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.